This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome, welcome to the very first episode of the Divorce CEO. I am your host, Peter Avalon Northstar, and the topic of today is new beginnings. Every new beginning starts with one single step. So this step is my story. Today I'm going to share with you the first part of my story. And each week I'll share another part. And hopefully over time we'll have deeper and deeper conversations about divorce as men. Something that is kind of an off topic for men today. I got tired of listening to all of the advice that I got from people about divorce. Mostly from people who had never gone through divorce. Or from people that were single or had no idea the pain and the suffering that we go through in a marriage that seemed to be breaking. Where we feel like there is no way out of it. Every day is a struggle. Every day is a fight. Every day is a battleground where we just try to have some form of balance between each other. A place where we can meet up every morning, have peace, have coffee, have breakfast, and hopefully throughout the day not kill each other. A lot of us have hard relationships. And it's no wonder that the rate of divorce is so high as it is. Because we, as humans, are so ill-equipped to actually function in relationships. We are so traumatized and broken that when we go into a relationship, a marriage, then we bring that trauma and that feeling of not being enough, not being good enough. We bring that into that relationship. And that becomes the foundation that our relationship is built on. It's like building a house on a bad foundation. You know that it's not safe. You know that it's going to break. And so, so many of us go into these relationships hoping, wishing that it will all work out. And yet, we don't put the time and effort into actually making it work out. Why? Because nobody has taught us how to actually be married. Nobody has taught us how to be an amazing husband or an amazing wife. Nobody has taught us how to work as a team. Who does what and, and what actually to do when we are trying to kill each other. And we're fighting and plates and glasses are flying around the room. We simply do not know. And so this is one of the reasons why we're so ill-equipped. This is one of the reasons why we give up so easily. Because we feel that there is no other way. We start believing that the grass is greener on the other side. Because our marriage is clearly not green and so we start looking outside of our marriage 
We start searching. We start getting attention from other women. We start getting validation from other women. And we come home and we wonder why our wife is not like this person. We wonder why this person gives us more attention and more affection than our own wife. And so we create a seductive story in our minds that maybe the solution to our problems in our marriage is actually to get divorced or to cheat on our wife. And so many men, they live this double life, this secret life, where they hide in the shadow of their pain. They hide in the shadow of all of the trauma that they've gone through in their life from their childhood. And they bring that into their marriage and all of a sudden they think that their marriage will somehow magically become the most amazing relationship that they have ever had. And instead, they start drifting. We've all been there. All of us. And so my story doesn't end much different than what I just explained. I'll get to that in another episode. But today I wanted to share the beginning. The beginning of my actual relationship. So I met my ex-wife online. Of all places, we met online. And believe me, back then, there was a lot of people that were telling me, Oh my God, Peter, don't meet somebody online. Especially when there's that big a difference. You see, I was living in Denmark and she was living in Toronto, Canada. And so we've heard all these horror stories. Or at least we did. These horror stories about these quote-unquote male brides. Right? And so many of my friends, they were saying, well, Peter, how do you know that she is real? How do you know that she's actually honest? How do you know that she is the one that she says she is? And the reality is, I did not. And so I pretended and I lied and I told him, well, of course she's being honest with me. Of course she's being the person she is. I know better than you because I speak to her. And that's how it all began. It all began with me having this little crack in my beliefs about the reality of this relationship from the very beginning. Now, mind you, there is also a lot of other things in my past that led up to this day where I met her and then we got married. I'll get to that in different episodes. Right now, the most important part of this story is the fact of the beginning. The beginning, which I called a new beginning, because at the time in my life, I was frustrated where it was. I was tired of living the life that I did. I had just finished university. I was unsure of what to do other than I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. I'd been a business owner for many, many years. I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. I had many different businesses, taught, trained, and educated people for most of my life in various fields. And so becoming an entrepreneur was the most natural thing for me in the world. But I had studied this topic in university that had absolutely nothing to do with being an entrepreneur. And so when I met her online, it was like this fresh air that just came into my life all of a sudden. It was like this moment of pause where I realized or I felt that I actually mattered. All of a sudden, it was like life began to be in color again. 
And so meeting her online was an amazing experience and it taught me a lot. And I'm sure some of you guys listening to this has also met your wives or partners online. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And you can have an amazing relationship even meeting online. But we met online and over a period of uh, four months, we were basically chatting back and forth. We started using Skype. This was back in 2009. So this is quite a while ago. And we would Skype with each other every day. And she gave me this feeling of importance. She cared. She was interested in my day. I'd never experienced that from a woman in the past where I got that same level, that same type of appreciation and validation. And so for me, it was very seductive. It was like, oh my God, I need to hold on to this woman because there's nobody else out there, right? Like I believed in the one. I was fooled by this notion of the one, what we call one-itis. And so we kept talking and within six months, I had booked my first ticket to fly to Canada. So I flew to Canada and she picked me up at the airport. She was stunning. She was beautiful. She was everything that I could possibly have imagined. She was everything she was in all of the images that she had sent and that I have seen on, you know, Facebook. But also, she was the same person as she was on Skype. And so the first time we'd kissed was magical. And I remember her picking me up in her own car. It was a blue Honda Civic. I still remember the smell of it. It was like this pine cone type of cheap smell that you could get at your local gas station. And so we went back to her place which was essentially living with her parents and I got to meet her entire family. And it was an incredible experience in many ways. It was also kind of a culture shock for me because coming from Denmark, North American culture is a very different type of culture. Everything is way faster and um, the highways in itself were gigantic compared to our two lane roads or three lane roads that we have. So it was a, it was a nice upgrade in terms of what I had been used to seeing. And so we went to her parents and had food and talked and had a great time. I was there for 10 days. And within the first couple of days, we decided, oh, let's book a trip to Cuba. Because in Canada, you can fly to Cuba fairly cheap, similar to what you can do in Europe when you do uh, charter type of trips to Greece. So we booked a trip for five days to Cuba, which was the first time we actually got to spend time alone without her parents. And this was the time where we actually got to get to figure out who we actually were as a couple. And it was a very, again, it was a very seductive time. And because to me, she was like the perfect woman. There was a lot of the red flags that I could have picked up on back then that I didn't really pick up on. But it was an incredible trip, and I felt more in love with her than ever before. After the five days of being in Cuba, we got back to Canada, and I got hit by a massive 
um, flu. I was basically in bed for a couple days and with a high fever and didn't feel good. And I was amazed with the amount of attention that both her and her mother uh, gave me in, in that period, which was another one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, this family is incredible. You know, like I'm so not used to this type of caring and this type of concern and worry. So this must be the thing. This must be the woman for me. This must be the family for me. And so I was so seduced by this adventure because it was an adventure. Right. Remember, we have a period of time when we meet people where everything is based on biology our hormones are racing. Everything just seems amazing. And after a couple of days, having been sick, I uh, started feeling better. And then I had to go back to Denmark. And I flew back to Denmark, which was heartbreaking to me because I didn't want to leave. I had such a good time. I was stuck and trapped in that adventure, that that fairy tale type of, of story. And when I got back to Denmark, uh, I had a meeting with two other guys that I had been talking about building a business with. And basically within a week, we had all the funds and everything to start the very first CrossFit gym in my city. And so within a month of me being back, we basically created the first ever CrossFit gym in the city of Aarhus, Denmark. And we called it Aarhus CrossFit. Now, this has been a dream, or it had been a dream of mine for about three years before meeting my ex. And so actually getting to this point was an incredible accomplishment. And for me, it was a massive win. All of a sudden, I felt like life had purpose. I had finally found my purpose. The two things that I loved the most, I found my woman in my life and I had opened up a CrossFit gym where I could teach train and educate people in a healthy lifestyle I could coach them on having the mental fortitude to deal with the struggles and challenges of life I could help them create relationships that was on fire and help them or support them in their local businesses and so this was an incredible incredible experience for me and I had never in my wildest dreams thought or even dreamt that I could even get these two incredible things at once. So this was like a dream come true for me. So here's my final question for you on this episode today. Two questions. One, where do you feel that you need a new beginning in your own life? Grab your journal and write that down. And the second question is, where have you in the past thought that a new beginning was something that it turned out not to be that's all i got for you today love and light your way thank you for tuning into this week's episode of parables of the divorce ceo don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and please share it with someone who may find the content valuable join my coaching program at the divorce ceo.com slash coaching